uh, the good thing that the ChatGPT actually has increased the capacity dramatically. It's like more than 100 tokens right now, so he can, and moreover, it will remember all the previous conversation with us. All right, we're here with the co-founder of Inksy.io, Mr. Serge Kuznetsov. He and his co-founder built up Inksy to about $10 million in monthly transfers. Inksy is a uh, innovative way to transfer cryptocurrency into fiat. Um, and it really excited to get into how he leveraged AI to build out his company and how you can use AI in your company. It's probably the biggest opportunity of 2024. Serge, what's up? Yeah, uh, Mark, first of all, thank you very much for inviting. And what I would like to begin with is to say that I'm not a technical co-founder. So I'm purely managerial. Uh, so I have no clue how to code. So that's very important part. So if you would like to code something, I'm not the guy who will do that. I will delegate it and my team will do that. So in, in this case, I would like to look on this from the perspective of the manager, of the founder, of co-founder, of like leader team, who can use AI to leverage, uh, the, the first of all, the productivity, productivity of their team, of their company, uh, and also... The development team could also use it, definitely. But what I will cover today is mainly from the perspective of the founders of, uh, like, say, entrepreneurs who can use it and gain the leverage without coding at all. Brilliant. So I'm, I'm certainly not a super technical guy. I know my mom put me into coding when I was, like, 13 years old. I was like, this is terrible. I don't want to do it. I don't like to do it. But I think that's one of the cool things about the way that the internet has evolved is things are much more approachable. Like I can build out my own website. Um, I can adjust things, build out funnels. So that's pretty cool. You don't need to be super, super technical. But I, you know, I think for me, it, when it comes to AI, the most common question I get when it comes to AI is, Mark, how can I use AI in my business? I was at a camping trip. This guy's like, Mark, I have a roofing company. I'm trying to sell. How can I use AI? So walk me through, what are the first steps I should take to finding AI opportunities in my business? Uh, we, we will discuss in general, then I will show you a few examples of, and actually I will share it with, 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 your, uh, with, your, with yourself and with, with, with the guys who are uh, listening to us right now. Uh, so basically what I would suggest to do, uh, use AI as, as an, I don't know, as a, another person, as a co-founder. So perceive it as a very smart person who can actually help you in few ways. First of all, ideation. So if you would like to discuss opportunities of where you can grow your business, in which niche you should narrow down, what type of products should you produce, and so on and so forth, you can actually do it with AI. So he can eat, he, <laughs> it depends on how do you perceive it. So it can actually do a lot of very, uh, good steps. So, for example, I would just show a few examples from my side. I was preparing the uh, 2024 strategy, and I was doing like 90% of the job with AI. So, I was doing marketing research. I was doing SWOT analysis. I was doing uh, competitive analysis. I was doing business intelligence and was trying to figure out which uh, technology do our competitors are using. Uh, Go-to-market strategy and so on and so forth. So I was talking with AI 
Of course, the most important part here that you can spend some time on describing your business in as much details as possible. So it, uh, the quality of the feedback from the AI will first of all depend on the amount of data you put in. So if you provide a lot of information of your type of business, where do you operate, uh, what are your main customers and so on and so forth, you will receive a very good feedback from AI. So let's, I want to be, uh, try to get a drill down, be a little bit more specific here, right? So um, what's your, so would you use a tool like ChatGPT, for example, would that be your choice or Bard or uh, what would be your choice right now? It, it depends. It depends on the task. So um, right now, in majority of ca ca cases, I would use ChatGPT, especially for the market research, for analysis. Bard can do it pretty well as well. Uh, if you would, if you need to do a lot of uh, like research in the lab, Perplexity can do pretty well. It's also uh, completely free of charge and it works uh, amazingly because it's actually it's like mm, it's like twenty simultaneously search engines working super fast. So if you need to find some particular data, you can. Perplexity. It's it's super fast. It's uh, it it works pretty well. But if you would like to give a lot of instructions and like uh, also follow up the discussion, then it might be ChatGPT. It might be Bard. It might be Cloudy. The only one uh, limitation in Cloudy that it's not uh, live, so there is no possibility of it searching the web, and it's also a bit outdated. So that's the only one limitation of cloud. So let's let's stick with ChatGPT because I like to give people like specific steps. That's something that's important to me on this show is, hey, I'm new. I don't know what to do. Let's give like specific action steps, right? So I've got my business. People keep talking about AI. It sounds like a, a good deal. It's going to displace about 30% of the global workforce over the next seven years. It's probably, probably something I should pay attention to, right? So I pop open ChatGPT. I'm doing my strategic planning for the year. Um, and so you're saying that the first step is 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 starting a chat and trying to describe to ChatGPT, this is what my business is, this is what it does, these are my goals, maybe these are some of my numbers. Just another another quick tip to everyone: uh, you don't want to give like sensitive personal information or trade secrets to ChatGPT. So just be careful before you start, you know, putting in stuff like, well, here's my social security number and stuff like that. You might want to be careful. You might want to pause. So. We go into ChatGPT and we start inputting information about our business. Kind of expand on that. What would that look like? What type of information might you want to prompt? Um, actually, I can show you some samples because I prepared some uh, mega prompts. First of all, let me uh, describe a bit more about what mega prompt is. Mega prompt is a very big prompt, which can be like five to ten steps. Uh, the good thing about mega prompts, it's uh, it will ask you several questions you will give the answers and then it will dig deeper, deeper and deeper. Uh, and in some cases, it's just, you know, it's just a bit automate the route you're going in with the, with the chat GPT. Uh, I just tested it with Bart. It worked a bit strange, but still it's also very interesting. Actually, I can show you right now, but it could take 10 minutes uh, or we yeah, can speed it, it up. Mm -hmm. So let me then share the screen. As someone who loves prompts, I actually have an entire prompt guide at AIUpdate.ai. It's about 100 pages long. So if you're looking for ways to, if you're looking for ways to really apply some of these principles, AIUpdate.ai is a great place to 
do that. Okay. All that said, search, walk me through this, save me, save Absolutely. me. So I will, I will provide this mega prompt. It's actually the business analyst, uh, mega prompt, which I prepared previously. Uh, so here are a few things which are important. As you say, as you see, I, I put down act strictly step by step. So it means it will not pre pre perform further before he got the replies from me on the previous tasks. And uh, it has a lot of questions, uh, like uh, it, it will ask me about the business type. It will ask me, it will provide me the market data of uh, total acquired market, uh, serviceable, serviceable market, obtainable market, and so on and so forth, like possible black swans, uh, main competitors. So it will do a lot of interesting things. The only one problem, it could take some time. So let me uh, run it. So as you see, he's asking me to provide some data about the company. I already prepared it, so we will not waste too much time. This so is super cool. So just, just so we're 100% clear, what you did with that mega prompt is say, you're, you're priming the system, basically. You're, you're training the chatbot to, to give you the desired outcome with your prompts. Exactly, exactly. So we, we will have ten, uh, nine steps, and it will reply me based on the data I provided it uh, initially. So type of my business, competitors, and so on and so forth. So it will be exactly what I need. So the interesting thing here that we have to provide some feedback for, for the chat, like, okay, proceed. So that's the only one, uh, like, uh, differentiation point with the majority of uh, regular prompts. Because it's step-by-step. Step. I actually haven't exactly. seen that act strictly by steps prompt before. That's really cool. Which is, again, one of the reasons I love doing these types of sessions. I always walk away with a new, a new uh, trick to implement, a new strategy it's, or tactic, rather. So he, you see he's asking me to provide some additional data, but I'm lazy. I'm asking it to, to do it by himself. Why a bink? Yeah. So he, what he's doing right now, he's... Uh, He's doing research via Bing. Good. So what he's doing, he's trying to understand the global market size for the type of business I provided. Then it will uh, calculate the total uh, addressable market. Now, one of the things I would also point out is, you know, it seems like it's a good idea to do do research on this too, right? Because sometimes Absolutely. ChatGPT can make stuff up that's not not accurate. Yes, and that's that's why I actually I what I also suggest to do is to uh, check it with the bars as well, and of course do it also with probably perplexity, for example, for the uh, market analysis. So it's uh, the bad thing that it's actually calculated only the TAM, which is uh, he, he he it should also uh, show me the uh, serviceable market and uh, obtainable market. I also note. At the beginning, it says based on this search, but the search looks like it's hyperlinked. Is that going to basically give us citations for this data? Yeah, as you see, it's over here uh, usually. But you're right, the ChatGPT is not perfect tool for deep research. So, for example, for perplexity, can do it a bit better. I'm opening it here, so it it can do it a bit better in here. So, as you see, he actually proceed to the next step which is market factors. So he showed me the critical for business medium factors and minor factors for business. So it was within the prompt. So 
especially when you're beginning or you're just jumping into some uh, field, it could be very, very important to learn the main trends, the main topics which are uh, within this market. So in this case, it can be pretty valuable. So proceed. It will go on to the next steps. And you see it's doing it like step-by-step -step basis. So once again, it's starting to search some narratives in fintech and cryptocurrencies currently. And the good thing that it's completely updated. So it's based on the current data in the internet. Which well, is hold on, because cool. I thought ChatGPT only goes back to like March of 23. No, no, uh, because here uh, I asked it to use also the browsing feature and it's actually turned on. It means that it searches the uh, current data in the web, which in one case can be very valuable. Uh, on the other hand, because it's if it will be a searching whole web, it will take hours, which I think is clear. That's why sometimes it searches only tiny portion of the web, and sometimes the data could be not accurate. That's why you should repeat it and do it in other tools and also verify the data. And it's using Bing to search the web. Yes, exactly. But in general, the reply is very good. With citations too, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, so you can check out which one. So CBDC, for example, is a big thing currently. So yes, mainly the replies, uh, not bad for sure. Which, by the way, I don't like. I don't like those central bank digital currencies. Like, <laughs> Unfortunately, it's, it's the next step. And it seems it will be the next uh, step. And it will be the, uh, the current reality. Not to go off on a tangent, but isn't that like anti-crypto, anti-blockchain, like Bitcoin was devised as a way to get off the Fed to, to stop this centralized monetary currency. And now, you know, the government's co-opting and saying, oh, no. Absolutely. So it, 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 right now it's, it, it's completely the opposite. So everything is completely transparency. So uh, it's pretty clear who paid, where he paid, and they could see whole uh, transaction history in the blockchain. So, yes. Unfortunately, nowadays, cryptocurrencies could be more transparent than the regular currencies. So as you see, uh, I'm also uh, in, in, the, in this prompt, I'm asking to provide some black swamps. Like what could happen which can like dramatically uh, change the whole market. So it's trying to find something unusual, something interesting, like out of uh, regular scope. Interesting. It's talking about the Bitcoin halving and... Cybersecurity threats. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's why I uh, that's why <laughs> I would also uh, recommend to try it in different uh, tools. So, for example, in Cloudy, which will not have the uh, um, let's say live uh, browsing features, but still it can provide a very interesting feedback. So it's actually why the hell? Oh, okay, uh, he's going to the bin. Uh, some uh, because uh, the good thing that the ChatGPT actually has increased the capacity dramatically. It's like more than one hundred tokens right now, so he can. And moreover, it will remember all the previous conversation with us. Uh, sometimes forgetting some parts. So unfortunately, when you put too many data, sometimes it can miss some of that. So you have to remind it. 
Shout out to Poland, by the way. My wife's 100% Polish, so shout out to all my Polacks out there. It's really interesting why he dived into the Poland. It is interesting, right? I, when I think, yeah, it's interesting because it's well, <laughs> because previously when I was testing it like a month ago, it was completely different. I have never seen any feedback be, uh, regarding to the Poland. It's very interesting. Maybe it's something happened. It's ranking higher in Bing, but you know, this is why I think. You know, no, people no, no. say I, that. I think I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. The the issue why he uh, was checking Poland because I added the data that we are licensed in Poland, so that's why probably it is using this data to find something connected to the uh, Poland. This is why I think that prompt engineering is probably going to be one of the most important skills to learn. Like, there's these text to video AI apps, and some people are making just this like amazing art spectacular when i try to make it it looks terrible so it's there's that difference between and, and by the way the people that are actually able to use it well are going to be able to make so much content so quickly um they're just going to have such an incredible advantage over the old school thought of graphic design video design i i do agree here i do agree here because um um it will um but i, I believe that within like two years maximum uh, it would be much easier to operate with the AI. So it will not require your incredible skills of pro like crafting the prompts. I think it will be easier and easier with every coming year. But currently, I totally agree with you. It's like, it's very important. <clears throat> and actually, you see, it's also interesting that we I'm asked it to identify some unusual target audience for me. So, like, where we can also um, niche down or try to, to to connect to try to find this type of customer. So, it's also could be pretty valuable. So, let's ask it to proceed. Uh, and actually, I think it will be the final step. It will be step nine. Now, throughout this mega prompt, by the way, let's say it says something like Gen Z and millennials with cause-driven values. What if I if I have more questions on that particular topic? Can I ask that? And if I do... Will that throw the mega prompt like off its axis or off its game? No, it will not. And actually, <laughs> let me probably stop it right now. And let's try to do that. I will, I will correct it. So um, let's let ask it. Uh, let's. Yeah, I'm just taking this roofer idea for example like okay i'm doing my 2024 business planning i'm asking roof questions well it, it might say something like oh the cost of materials for tile has increased dramatically or hurricane risk is higher this year i might want to dive deeper into that kind of absolutely we can do that sometimes sometimes uh it can crush the whole mega prompt sometimes at least it was happening previously so in in some cases you have to um come back, for example, as I did it right now, correct the uh, answer and just, uh, let's say, write down proceed. So it will create another um, uh, quick research engagement. So as you see, it's actually starting to dive deeper into the topic, like providing the ideas with the Generation Z millennials, which was covered in uh, part four, in actual point four. So yes, we can easily dive deeper into any replies or ask some additional questions, drill down, no problem at all. 
this is one of the interesting things that, that came up. There's companies like, for example, the New York Times is like, ChatGPT, we don't want using, you using our backlog log of information without crediting us or without paying us for that data. And so we're, I think we're moving to this phase of the internet where um, publishers, companies, rep, reputable um, news sources, they, all of a sudden their data and their information starts to become extremely valuable. There's a, a GPT on the, the GPT marketplace called Consensus, which has a backlog, I think, of, I want to say it's 2 million, um, it, it, it's an absurd number of scientific articles and studies and whatnot. Um, so I think it's interesting moving into this phase of the internet where, <laughs> I hate to use this term misinformation, disinformation, because I feel like it's been kind of like co-opt, as it were, but that's a real thing because if ChatGPT is getting fake information or bad information, it's only going to give you out bad information. So I think we still need to use our heads to think through logically what we're getting. Absolutely. It's it's 100%. And the good thing that it's actually improving. Uh, so the, the guys, uh, I mean, the developers do aware about the things. But of course, we have to think, we have to confirm, we have to check, double check the information. So it's actually finished. Uh, but what 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 also uh, I have a lot of these mega prompts. One of uh, of them was prepared for uh, for those who would like to begin the new business. So it's on the first step. It asks about your background, in which uh, like sphere you would like to build your business, what type of business, etc. And then it will go down, providing some ideas, and in some cases you can even mix the ideas. And the results are incredible. It was like, wow. <laughs> so it also can be used in this case as well. So now that we've got, it looks like the majority of the results here, what are we doing with it? We've got a ton of information um, that ChatGPT has given us about our fintech business. Well, what do we do with all this stuff? What do we do with it? Uh, we, what we can do, first of all, if we are, if we was thinking about where to move to, where to go to, so like what our growth initiatives can be in, the, in, in our space, we can utilize it, we can copy it and, well, paste again in the chat GPT and try to discuss the opportunities, again, together with the chat GPT as a co-founder, like using its capabilities, using its browsing features and uh, tremendous powers to dive deeper into the uh, in, into this space. So, for example, just a few days ago, I was talking with ChatGPT about uh, the current trends in, in the, in, in the uh, fintech. And uh, I was discussing with it, uh, I was walking around uh, and was talking with it uh, like for a few hours. And I created several additional strategies where we can move to in terms of uh, developing of a new uh, like which blockchains should we develop further? So I prepared a lot of these mega prompts. So in some, I can, I, you can also do the SWOT analysis. So probably you know the SWOT analysis in marketing, which can be very valuable, and it's also like mega prompt, which will uh, deep, drill, drill down and do the market analysis. But in in some cases, you have to add additional competitors because it can find, for example, five, and you can add manually several more. So it will make more um, analysis. How do you mean by competitors? Meaning like I look at the local companies or I look at big companies that I'm going to be competing against in my business? You provide the data of, about your business. Then it will 
ask if you can provide your competitors. So if you know them, you can name them, and it would be easier for the AI to find another competitors which is similar to them. Sometimes in, in the prompt, I, I, I added a few more layers because sometimes we compete with the non-direct competitors. So for example, or we can compete on the free time. So like the Netflix and the beer can compete on the free time. And it also can be our competitors, which are not, well, direct competitors for sure. You will never think about it as a competitor, but in, from the other hand, it's really your competitor and you can, you should understand which, well, there is, well, uh, like uh, jobs to be done uh, framework, which is uh, more about the product manager, but it doesn't matter. We, uh, we should count and analyze not only direct competitors, but also some, you know, like non-direct competitors, which can influence our uh, customers. And again, using these prompts, you can like brainstorm these ideas together with AI. And I've seen some very good results, like incredibly good results. It's like the brainstorming session when you, you know, open your mind and you just receive so many valuable information. Of course, the question, how will you use it? And that's a good question, to be honest. So, uh, you can also, uh, you know, download this data, put it down in the in the charts, and also add, uh, create another brainstorming session with your team to drill down. Uh, that's only one. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And even you can name the, the, the rows. Uh, you can tell uh, that, please make this, this, this rows or add additional uh, rows. Uh, of course, you can ask ChatGPT to do analysis based on your requirements, like market uh, size, I don't know, the amount of customers, and so on and so forth. Of course, there is not always the data that, that is available, yes, and in this case, it will provide you like zero, but still, it can do a lot of job for you. So for example, when I was doing the market analysis, it saved me, I think, hundreds of hours, uh, really. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. It's really huge amount of data which I was uh, provided by. So the, like go-to-market strategy, main competitors, how many users do they have, revenues, turnovers, and so on and so forth. So I, I created huge uh, template uh, for, for this data, and then I was d diving deeper. Where I can, see, I can see this being a really powerful tool for building out slide decks. So if I'm looking to raise capital, if I'm looking for advertisers, if I'm looking, um, you know, for different opportunities, one of the things they're going to say is, hey, can you send me a slide deck with your data, your information? Well, I can use this to build out charts and then I can maybe hire a graphic designer or someone that puts together that. Because to me, that's one of the most exciting pieces of AI is like you said, saving a bunch of time for myself and then taking that, that information and then empowering others, hiring VAs from overseas um, and, and saying, hey, here's the information. Can you clean this up? Can you make it look nicer? That's what I, what I wanted to add because uh, I was fundraising just recently and it's really tough job. It's full-time job, to be honest, and it's really hard. And in, in majority of cases, the personality and the team is much more important than what you're showing on. But still, the data should be accurate, should be correct, and so on and so forth. So yes, 
you can use AI to prepare the data, but then you should twice check it out, not to be, you know, uh, not to look foolish in front of investors, which is well, not the good case, which is okay. Of course, you can uh, iterate, improve your pitch deck, which is, well, completely clear. But still, it will not do the whole job for you. That's like, at least on the current stage, it's not capable of doing that. I haven't tested, unfortunately, the uh, AI tools for the Microsoft Windows because I'm using the Mac. So I, I couldn't try it, at least, because I was really curious on how PowerPoint is working. Because what I know, you can put, put in the data information and then ask to create the slides and the pitch deck. And I'm really curious what the results will be because there is a lot of templates, you can change everything. And I think you're pretty close to what will happen within the next half, maybe year. So it will be prepared fully automatically. Yeah. Well, you know, and I also think about the GPT store on ChatGPT, the GPT marketplace. I mean, it's so easy because what you're talking about in mega prompts is, is a way of training your chat. And so, you know, if you take the mega prompt and you create your own GPT that you put on the marketplace and maybe it's called like business planner AI or something like that, you know, that's an easy way for me as a business owner you say, oh, business planner, that sounds cool, or New Year's goal setter or something like that. And with all your mega prompts already plugged in, it makes it easier for me as a user, um, not that it's that difficult. And I'd I want to make sure, Serge, that you share those mega prompts with me in the group, in the, in the community. I'd for sure, for sure, for sure. Absolutely, I will do that. And actually, I have even uh, created, uh, j just for fun, I was doing it with, uh, with my partner, we created even the guide to the greater income. <laughs> <laughs> which will also ask your targets, which will create a lot of like, it will uh, even create the weekly targets, daily targets, but it's not perfectly working, but still uh, that's just the example of what can be done. It can create the whole, so of course it will um, like evaluate what you have and the leverages which you can uh, use and it will help you to do that. Uh, which is, well, life-changing life, life -changing stuff. Exactly. The key here is is the critical thinking, I think. Um, because if you're a good critical thinker and you're using these tools, you're just going to be much more efficient, right? You're going to be able to, and you're seeing that across the board, companies are reducing their workforce, for better or for worse. But I think part of that is this trend of, of using AI, using automation, uh, empowering the people that are thinking critically about these steps, um, what are some, some other trends or some other ideas that you look at with these mega prompts? So you mentioned improve your finance, do your business planning. What are some other mega prompts that you've developed? Uh, we, we, we tested a lot, actually. So business analyst, market analyst, um, and advertising. Um, then we created this um, uh, product strategy. It was, I was just sharing, SWOT analysis, financial, one one very funny prompt we created is how to spend your free time with your kids and family on the weekends. So it also used the browsing feature to find uh, the locations around you, uh, like how many kilometers or miles away you are ready to go, how much money you can spend. It's, it actually prepares some, um, well, possible uh, leisure time for your family based on your needs and your requirements which is, well, it's, it's just the samples uh, and templates which can be used. And definitely you can put 
down everything. It's just, you know, the matter of imagination, <laughs> what you can put it down. And I think sometimes people, at least this is kind of what my initial inc inclination was, was, okay, well, why can't I just Google that? Why can't I just Google things to do around me? But the difference is that Google is, is not contextualized to your specific needs, your specific wants, your specific situation. Exactly. How much would you like to spend? Would you like to go outdoors or indoors? How, what, what, what age your kids are? What your wife or spouse like to do? And so on and so forth. So the more context you will provide, the more interesting and aligned to your needs results will be. So that's the only one thing you should always remember working with AI. You should provide as much context as possible because we're usually too lazy, you know, to provide too much data. And that's why the results are, well, too generic. But if you provide a lot of data about your business or your needs or your requirements, whatever, you will get much better results. Amazing. It's so, so amazing. And please, I'm planning a trip to Ireland and Poland this summer. Please believe I'll be using ChatGPT to write out the itinerary. <laughs> to do that. I just remembered one more incredible thing. Uh, when we was preparing for the fundraising, I was doing a lot of interviews with the customers as well. And it was like crazy amount of time because you have to prepare. Then you have to record this, uh, the, the, the meeting. Then you have to write down all the insights and so on and so forth. So huge amount of data. And also, we have weekly uh, reviews, weekly meetings with the dev team. And every time you have to spend hours of writing down the feedback, like what to do to do this, and so on and so forth. There is a lot of tools which are doing it right now, like uh, analyzing text, providing the data. But I found it that it's not working properly. But what you can do, you can download the text of your interviews, of your weekly uh, reviews or whatever, put it down to the cloudy or chat gpt whatever you would like to use and again prompt and the results are so incredible you can even ask like who was most active who provided the most valuable feedback who was negative and and you can add it, a lot of layers even behavioral layers like who is more the negative guy in your team and it also can show you the problem possible problem that this team member is always negative. So there is some problems probably, and we have to speak with it and so on and so forth. So it's, it's just, and I, it, and I just scratched the surface and the results was incredible. So it's shot in to me, I haven't fully figured this out yet, but one of my major goals here in 2024 is to implement more AI in my sales process, you know, leveraging AI because one of the cool things about AI, and there's a number of tools, I'm playing with a tool called Eevee right now, but there's a lot of tools that can like scrape an entire LinkedIn profile, right, instantly. And then it can create custom DM messages to send to that person. And, you know, so it's that idea, it, you know, one of the, th part of the pushback that I get when I start talking about using AI in the sales process, people say like, well, people like human to human and people don't like the robots and people, you know, it's, it's relationships that matter. And I agree with all of that. But I think what people miss is that how much time are you spending um, just scouring and prospecting? And if you could eliminate all of that prospecting time using AI to create custom conversations and to, um, to, to segment out the people that can afford your services or a good fit, you're going to be able to save so much time on the, on the front end. And so you can actually focus more on the relationships. You can focus more on the 
um, on on the the person themselves because you're not wasting all your time like DM this but you're like you don't need to spend an hour a day DMing people because you can use the AI to empower others to do that and to qualify people on the front end. So that's something I'm really interested in. And uh, before you guys start sending me messages and stuff about oh they took our jobs whatever that's you know listen I I get it but it helps tremendously. It will help you. <laughs> Have you seen Office Space? Have you seen the movie Office Space? Oh, of course. There's this part in the Office Space where one of the guys, I think his name, one of the guys is freaking out because the Bobs come to do a company audit, a company review. That is going to start happening across every single company. The Bobs are going to come in. They're going to be doing interviews. They're going to say, who's using AI? How are you using it? How efficient are you? And those are the people that are going to keep their positions and, and accelerate. So I, I just don't, think you can afford to uh, be qu be quiet and be silent on this surge. And I really want those mega prompts. Where can I get the mega? Uh, first, tell me, where can we find you? Where's the best place to connect with you, Surge? And then give me the mega prompts. Uh, actually, both uh, LinkedIn and uh, Twitter is okay. Um, my DMs are open. And if, well, I can help somehow, I'm more than, well, more than welcome. Always ready to support and help. Uh, and uh, mega prompts, I will just put them into the notion uh, so it would be a bit more convenient uh, and because right now it's just this simple text which is not very like convenient uh, so I will just add a few details on what how you should use it and I will provide it to you like no problem at all I will I think like five five mega prompts in total you are the man so I'll put the link below so you can use these mega prompts in your business to start your planning your financial future and uh just as a side note, as you start to use prompts like that, it'll teach you how to create your own prompts. And I think that's something people miss out. People are like, oh, just give me the, I don't want to work out to lose weight. I just want the liposuction. No, you, <laughs> part of the value of the exercise is you get better and you can start to think more critically. Not that I don't like a good shortcut. I do, but um, I'll put a link below so you can get those mega prompts. Serge Kuznetsov everybody. Thanks for joining the show and uh, save me a bunch of time. This is going to make planning a lot easier.